When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, kids! Parents, this is What the Kids Are Watching, a rewatch podcast for grown-ups about the weird and wild TV shows that children seem to love. I'm Natalie Pouchet, and I'm a parent. And I'm Ryan Bailey, and I'm probably not a parent. So we've got different perspectives as we break down, praise... And goof on the most notable episodes of the shows your kids are currently obsessing over. Welcome to an all-new episode of What the Kids Are Watching. Uh, my name is Ryan Bailey, and with me, as always, is my co-host... Natalie Poucher. We are covering one of the biggest kid shows of all time today, which is very exciting for all of us. Uh, this thing called Coco Melon. Oh, yes. Um, <sighs> I feel like the show has... This entire season of our show has been leading up to... particular episode because Coco Melon I think is one of those phenomenons that I don't I don't care if you are an uncle an aunt a parent what this is a show that you have heard about Uh, you're right I have heard about it but I was like is that like a fruit at Trader Joe's like I was always like where did I hear that from (laughs) but it's something like that you hear all the time is just Coco Melon and even when we started doing this show I remember talking to like Sim and Saiba and they were talking about Coco Melon and it was just like wow it is so fascinating. And then to look at how many billions, I'm like, B, with a B, billions yep. of views Coco Melon has. Like, this is a juggernaut. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about it. I don't know. <laughs> no, why. Natalie, I read all of these articles, which I'm sure we'll get into at some point, where they're like, they say it is like, it's literally addictive. They, this gets kids addictive because it like hits their like sensory neurons and it is like like it's like, like a scientifically pleasure yeah. yeah like scientifically it's proven to be addictive so i mean welcome to your first addiction so, kids yeah, it's, like, it's a cartoon I, drug dealer but which is yeah, genius the first, the first one's free and then you're gonna have to buy tickets to the <laughs> stage show yeah, yeah. um it, it truly is wild uh but wait first off how are you how i'm good how, is, by the way, how are you I'm hanging in there. It is, this is, we're recording this on a Friday and it just wants the week go. I don't even have a kid. I just have like a bunch of podcasts and it just. Are you exhausted? I'm exhausted, but I always feel guilty. But you're clean shaven. You're like, you, you're ready for BravoCon. Yeah, I'm ready for BravoCon next week. And I'm excited about that. If any, are you going alone? No, I'm actually bringing uh, my friend Maditza, who does all my graphics and all that for uh, So Bad It's Good podcast. Okay. And it's going to be the first time we've actually ever met in person. And it's been three years. Well, we 
work every day, but it's just like online, which I'm sure a lot of you guys on there since, yeah. you know, the quarantine and stuff just got moved everything online as well as kids out there with all of yeah. your schooling. <laughs> so it'll be, uh, it'll be Are you just guys flying completely... together or guys meeting in New York together? No, no, meeting there because we okay, live in different okay. states. Yeah, like that yeah, would. Because flying would have been like a, okay, now you guys have, you know, five hours of conversation. Like that awkward conversation <laughs> yeah. in the flight. Or it'd be like, yeah, I don't have a private jet, so I can't go get her and right. then go to BravoCon. Um, so, which I, I feel like, do they have, they have to have some kind of kids convention that's like BravoCon, right? Is there like a Coco Melon Con or like a Blippy Con like a, like a or a Bluey con? con? I'm sure of it. We're not that, we're not that um, diehard cartoon fans in this house to know, but even if there were, I wouldn't be Wait, going. you said you're, oh, yeah, because your daughter likes actual movies. Like, she's actually moved past children's shows at a point, right? And she's only yeah. three. Yeah, she's like rated, like into like the rated R movies at this point. Although, you know what? She was getting scared of the dark. And oh, so the, I, the Nickelodeon show, right? No, or the... Oh, no, 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 no. Like, actually getting scared of the dark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I made her, I told her that she can't watch Goosebumps anymore. <laughs> Wait, what'd she say? What, was she mad? No, she understood, and she was. She like, was like, "Yeah, okay, it's too much. It's it too is." Much for she me. goes, "I, I little, I'm, I like, I'm too little for goosebumps." I go, "Yeah, you're a little bit too young for goosebumps." She goes, "Why?" I, and I go, "Cause you're getting scared." She goes, "Yeah, I, I little," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> At least she didn't like come back. <laughs> okay, so me she's on that. little when she wants it to work for her, but then oh. she wants to be adult the other times yeah, until it's I, too much. Totally, for her. totally. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I, I always remember. Do you remember the first? scary movie or like i remember as a kid it was like my parents were really strange. i could watch cartoons and things like that like saturday morning cartoons and i remember as a kid like sesame street and there was a show electric company on pbs and those kind of shows but then i remember like uh my uncle came and visited he was babysitting us and he put on nightmare on elm street and i was oh, like yeah. oh cool i heard kids talking about this and then it was one of those things where it was like I was up for like three weeks straight. Like I was, yeah. I, I, it was too much. And it is interesting to think about your kids out there of when is the right thing. I was reading this article that said um, they don't recommend kids watching any kind of TV until 18 months. What? Yeah, no, I mean, I swear, I'm, I'm not making it up. It wasn't like TMZ. It was an actual uh, journal saying that they don't recommend 18 until 18 months to start watching television. Oh my, well, listen. You already amount, blew it, didn't you? I Oh, a thousand percent. Everyone I know has already blown it. There's just no <laughs> way. 18 months is too long. Like just from the womb. Like she was, she was watching TV since she came out. Like there's, there is, there is no she time. Had an, there was an iPad in the actual in, hospital yeah, when exactly. she came out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> just, there's just no way that I think you can go 18 months without, without letting them watch something. And, and we're talking about Cocomelon today, but there's another one that's sort of like the prelude of Cocomelon, which is apparently skewed for like babies. And it's called Little Baby Bum. So Little <laughs> Baby Bum is essentially like, like the tunes and like the, like the singing is a little softer and the, the songs are more for like geared for like the babies. And yeah. then this is a little bit skewed a little bit higher than that. So did your daughter ever have a Coco Melon phase or she just skipped right no, no, past in that? It and still. She, she's in it she, still. Oh, she's still in it. She dips yeah. into it a little bit. She's like, yeah, I, I, I dabble in yeah, Coco Melon. Yeah, she's like, I should really be a kid. So let me just watch a little now, Coco Melon. These episodes, 
I was like, for, I turn on, and the most exciting part about these kids shows for me is the length. And I was like, this thing's three minutes long. I was <laughs> like, whoa, I will watch this like 30 times and I'm still like, I can get on with my day. And I mean, but then I was looking how many seasons they have yeah. and how many episodes they have. And then there's like live stage shows and like just a whole merchandising franchise, like arm of, the, which seems to be what these kids shows also do is just make so much money off merchandise and all of these things, which I guess is true. I mean, have you ever had to buy any Coco Melon merchandise for your daughter? Oh, it's literally all right behind this camera. I, it just, it's all shoved in bins and and you name it. I mean, we have so much stuff, and it's a little creepy. I should probably go get one. It's like this little, it's like this little like JJ doll. He's like a little baby because that's and the he, lead, JJ, right? JJ, yeah, yeah, he's the guy, and he's just like he'll bed, bed. It's time to go to bed, and it's like See? so, but it's like creepy, and and I'm like, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> she'll be sleeping within the middle of the night, and at like two in the morning, it's like bed. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, I forgot to take it out of her crib. <laughs> it's so creepy. But yeah, I mean, the merch is insane for Coco Melon. Um, and, but don't get don't get fooled by the three minutes because they are back to back. I mean, yeah, it'll, no, just, that, it'll just keep going. But it is one of those things where even I was watching this episode and the episode we're covering is Halloween at School Song. And, you know, it, it's a really basic thing. But then they start with this music of like, Dun, 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 And you think like, okay, but then I'm in the bathroom and say, go on, I'm going dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, where did I hear that? I'm like, oh no, it's in my head now. And that's what I'm saying. These kids, do they, I mean, do these kids just run around all you guys at home? Do they just sing these songs incessantly? Yeah, we sing the songs incessantly. The parents do. And that's, that's why I think the parents like despise it. I'm not kidding. There's like some mom groups that are like, ne do not introduce your kids to Coco Melon because it will be the end of your household. Like that's all you will end up singing. You guys feel free. Uh, consider us a support group for your Coco Melon uh, troubles. <laughs> uh, go f and also a reminder: go follow us on Instagram. What the kids are watching, uh, and let us know what you know what personal experiences you've had with Coco Melon. I feel like there should be some commercial, like a personal injury lawyer of like if you've yes. been harmed by Coco Melon, call me. You know, a class action. Yeah, class action lawsuit against Coco Melon. Um, and the the thing with these times, though, is some kids shows I've noticed now, and this is you guys already at home know this, are really short. And then we watch this other kid show we're going to talk about in another episode, Blippi, and this thing was like 45 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, yeah, I was like, already like, ah, this is the worst. I, even before it started, I was like, this is the worst kid show I ever saw once I saw that 45 <laughs> minutes. Like, the three-minute time, I'm like, heck, yeah. That makes me want to, like, I was like, yes, the 45-minute show. I wonder as parents, like, wh how that feels to be like, no, I got to spend 45 minutes with this character. Like, three minutes okay, but is after, fine. But after watching both of them, would you would you rather sit through a three-minute painful little song or would you rather sit through – a somewhat entertaining 45 minutes of oh no oh, oh, oh we, okay. we're gonna have a massive disagreement on this. <laughs> oh, i mean this shit. is wow i might actually quit the show right now because this is <laughs> oh, are shit. you are i yeah three minutes natalie three minutes like I, I would rather sit through three minutes of mind-numbing like da, 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 oh, yeah, instead no. of a 45 minute of a character actor doing like i mean that actually scared me which we'll get into on another episode but 
I mean, I three minutes every time. No. You would rather watch a 45-minute uh, long out drawn out thing? Hands down. We got we got kids to raise. We got no, time. We got we got to no. teach them things. Like 3 minutes and then we teach them real life lessons. No, again, because I think it like the 3 minutes will sit in your head for like 3 hours. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, "No, I'm good. I'm good." And then, you know, you watch so much Coco Melon that now you are dissecting every character and the parents and what they're doing and and like the like the the like the filming of it and all of it and like what were the what wh- how why do they think of the song and then every song sort of sounds the same just change the words it is it is actually did you know that someone in prison they made him no, no. listen to Coco Melon on repeat in a little cell he was found dead the next day you're lying I am not Stop. lying look up the article look no the article. wait wait look up what? the article <laughs> Wait, is Kim Kardashian fighting for this prisoner <laughs> to get released? Like, no that's what, more that's Coco what, That's Mellon. what her podcast is about. Yeah. Wait, what prison? Wait, <laughs> you're allowed to do that in prison where you make prisoners watch Coco Melon? I don't know, but apparently it and was And he like, died the next day. He is this died like the, the next Is Coco Melon like the little girl from The Ring? Like seven days later, you're going to pass away after you watch Coco Melon? That is... There's no way that's true, Natalie. It's what it feels like. I swear. I feel like that would be a news story that you would hear every day if that was true. Let's let's look it up because I swear to God, it came from it came from a very reputable source. By, by the way, if you watch too many of these Coco Melon episodes, I uh, bet you're like, you know what? I will never do anything that would ever risk me going to prison again. If they th- if they said prison was also like you, you're locked away, but you also have to watch nonstop Coco Melon. I'm telling you. Crime would be reduced in this country by fifty percent. Yes, like right exactly. I exactly, uh, and maybe the article was to scare some some thugs out there because it's it. This is it's very terrifying. I also wonder if uh, which I, I also wonder when you start to have other kids, you guys out there, do you? I mean, there's obviously the joy of having another child. It's a miracle, all of that jazz, but. Then you're like, oh, I'm going to have to do Coco Melon again. I'm going to have to have another Coco Melon phase right. because this child will want to watch Coco Melon at some point. Um, yes, I feel like. Well, granted, I don't. I don't have a second. <laughs> no, <laughs> no idea. So sad. <laughs> I'm really working on the second, but cannot cannot seem to to do it. Um, and I think what I'm looking forward to with the second is the fact that. I heard that they grow up a lot faster because they are now just following what the first one is watching and doing and all the things. So I'm just hoping we're going to skip past the Coco Melon phase and well, all with those. You, if that if that happens with your daughter, your baby is going to be watching like you know, Halloween, like the scary movie yeah. series. By the time it's okay, they're I'm, one year. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so. Also, I got confused at this because I was looking through episode titles for Coco Melon because there's so many of them, you guys. And uh, one episode was Baby Shark, and I was like, "Wait a sec, I know Baby Shark." It's like, "Is this, is this the, is this the show that introduced Baby Shark to the world?" And that's not actually the case. They do a Baby Shark episode because the Baby Shark song, which I'm not going to sing because yep, I'm not going to do don't. that to you. <laughs> I know how that is. But the Baby Shark song is, I guess it's considered like fair usage where anybody can use the Baby Shark song in anything yep. that they do. So I was like, oh, that is wild. So this Coco Melon saw that this was a big craze and then immediately did a Baby Shark episode. Yes, which I feel like is it is they do a lot of, they like I said before, they use a lot of the same 
sort of rhymes and in, in, in mm-hmm. song and just change the lyric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so instead, of, instead of doing like twinkle, twinkle, little star, it's like, you know, like tie your shoe kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like they just try to sneak it in there. Now, you know, like, you know how we've kind of worked hard our whole life, potentially like we've kind like, of, I, yeah. I mean, like, really, I mean, like, I don't listen, like I'm, I'm waiting for the, the woman of my dreams to like, you know, take care of me for the rest of my life. But until <laughs> then I've had to really, really work. And I just, I didn't think about these children's shows and I'm just like, why didn't I try to be a children's writer? Like right off the bat, I'm like, I can do this. Like I can make up a song right now. Like, you know, it's like. You know, uh, well, maybe I can't. Like, paper is good to write on. Paper's our friend. Paper gives messages to our family and friends. Like, that's a that's an actual episode that you could make right now, and that just came off the top of my head. That's that Why is the I feel level like you of definitely writing. Definitely have that written down somewhere. I don't. Think that just... <laughs> what if it's like tattooed on my arm? <laughs> I'm the guy that's going to wind up in prison watching Coco Melon, by yeah, the way. You know? <laughs> totally. Now is our favorite time of the show for what the kids are watching when we get to talk about our sponsors. And we have a new one today. And these guys are great. It is the app ZocDoc. Now, ZocDoc, I'm going to tell you exactly what that means. But it is basically an app that will help you book doctor's appointments. You get to read real reviews, almost like Yelp for doctors. It is a genius idea. So before, just think about it this way, before you book any brunch, you, you know, you pour over lists and lists of reviews. So they thought, why not do the same thing when you're booking a doctor's appointment? With ZocDoc, that's Z-O-C-D-O-C, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more important, than finding the right plate of eggs, Benedict. I still haven't been able to do that, but you know, with ZocDoc, I'm actually able to find a really good doctor. ZocDoc is a free app. I want to highlight that free, you guys, that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, which is also very important, and are available when you need them. Now, on ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. It takes you like two seconds to get the app. I just opened it up right now on my phone, and it says top search specialties, video visit, primary care, OBGYN, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, and then it has a thing for near me, what date you're looking for, This thing is awesome. So whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, I need to do all of these, by the way, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. The mobile app, like I just said, easy as ordering a ride to the restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Um, Find reviews from local doctors. These are real verified patient reviews. We can trust each other, and that's why I think services like this are amazing because we get to hear people's real reactions about these doctors. Um, Now, when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. So go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I am one of them. It is my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. I have used this service. If you guys listen to my other show, 
Um, you'll know how many times I've had to go to uh, urgent care this year. It's uh, thank you, ZocDoc. <laughs> so go to ZocDoc.com slash kid pod. That's Z as in zebra, O-C-D-O-C.com slash K-I-D-P-O-D and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash KidPod. ZocDoc dot com slash KidPod. Just go check it out. See if you like it, but I can guarantee that you will. I feel like you still have some sort of career in this. I think in, what? in, in, in children, um, in children either singing something, yeah. or animation or <laughs> or baby babysitting or, ba- or nannying, uh, mannying, whatever. Um, yes, I yeah. do. I do. I really see this for you. Um, I know as we've I, also as I sit my Aperol spritz <laughs> because it's Friday and this is a mom pour. By the way, yeah, uh, Natalie texted me before. She's like, uh, "Hey, it's Friday. I'm gonna have Aperol spritz. Uh, well, free. Feel free to join me." And I was like. Oh, that's awesome. I have like, I, I've been seeing this personal trainer and cause I'm trying to, you know, finally do something about what happened over COVID to my body. And I was like, I would love to have, I haven't had a drink in like six days and this is a kid's six show, days. so we shouldn't be drinking, but I, I couldn't show, you can't show up to a trainer and this guy puts me through it. And it like this, are you this training guy, today? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm training oh. after th- these, these episodes oh, and then I no. have to go like, so, you know, it's like that thing. And like, for you parents out there, this is like, you guys have to raise your kids. And then like to even think about exercise on top of that, like to even think like, do you still have an ex- exercise routine as a parent? Yes. Cause I don't even know how I do it. How do you do it? Yeah. How do I, parents do it? Well, first of all, we should have recorded this after you trained. Cause that's a bummer. <laughs> Although I did see you on a live and you were just pounding that tequila or vodka or whatever it okay, was. Okay. That, yeah, that was, uh, this is a family <laughs> that show. Exception. That was, uh, you know, Hey, family still like to, <laughs> still like to drink. Uh, so I actually am, I'm now that person because I was not this person before I haven't, I hadn't really worked out in, I want to say two and a half years. And then I just got back into Pilates so I went this morning at 6.30 a.m. You did? Yes. Before that Pepper was up, commitment. before the sun was up, and I was exhausted. But I was like, you know what? It's We we create excuses, right? Uh-huh. I have been creating excuses since I've had her that like I'm just tired and my body and this and that. And I was like, I'm just tired of complaining about how fat I am or squishy I am or whatever yeah, it a, is that I am. Wait, by the way, by the way, Natalie's daughter will tell her how squishy she is. <laughs> like that's a, that's yeah. it. Natalie's daughter will bully her about uh, her body. And she'll so. tell other people too. Now she walks around. <laughs> I'm trying to work on this. And she goes, she has a baby in her belly. And I go, no, she does not have a baby in her belly. Do we do not say that? I don't know how to, I don't know how to stop that. It's, it's I mean, not good. but to get up at six thirty with, and then I was thinking about this. I was uh, with my mom the other day, and I was thinking about like when your kids, like, I realized like I had my own life going as like you know, kid going to school and all this stuff. My mom would also work on top of that, yeah. But then she she would come home, make dinner, all of this stuff, and like I was like, wow, she had a full-time job the entire time, and I just was like, oh, but it's totally normal. She comes home and cooks. I never, you know, like, never know, thought to be- I know, you don't grasp it as a kid. I know, it's so wild, and be like, wow, she had, like, a full day where she would, like, probably have conversations with other. You don't even think about it, so it's like, you're, you know, your daughter has no concept of you getting up at 6.30 a.m. for Pilates to work on 
uh, your on, body so you don't get myself. bullied by your own daughter. You know, like that. <laughs> exactly. You can't explain that to her because she's like resting comfortably because of the life that is provided. Like all you parents out there are provided. I just wonder, do you ever have this feeling of you're not appreciating me as much? You know, you oh, get free sure. food here. You get free food and drink here. Oh, every day. I'm like one day you are going to realize everything that we're doing for you. Just like how I'm still realizing, oh, my dad's not a workaholic. He just like has to work to survive and, you know, put a roof over everyone's head. And like, yeah, you you have a different appreciation for your parents and everything that they went through. And yeah, I, I think it, it, it makes you, I, I think it makes you just, once you're a parent, like, holy crap, they did so much for us. And they, they, yeah. Yeah, it just, it's a lot. It's a sacrifice. And that's why I think even with parents, I, I wonder sometimes if the kids shows are actually that sweet relief, even though the parents have to hear them, at least they don't have to directly communicate with their children for those three minutes or those 45 minutes or whatever. It's this kind of like escape for parents in a sense, you know? It is. No, it definitely is. And that's where I think I get caught in this like, I, I want to be present. I want to enjoy her because she's only little for so long. They say you only have your babies for four years. After they're four, it's like they're like little mini adults, right? Like they're, yeah. they want to be independent. You don't have to do any. So I'm trying to like just really relish these moments. At the same time, I'm exhausted and I'm like putting her in front of a screen sometimes to like get stuff done. And it's this constant balance between like feeling guilt Right. And yeah. I think parents are just constantly feeling guilty. Yeah, I would imagine so. And that, but also, I, I always see or hear about then once they do get to like four or five, they're always like, I miss them so little. And that's when they start yes. to, they want to have another kid because I mean, that's what the part I try to understand because I talk to mothers. You know, just like, oh, this time, it's so intense, those first couple of years. I mean, it's just everything is happening. It's the first time. And it seems like you're stressed, no sleep, all of this stuff. But then they grow up and you're like, I want to do it again. Uh -huh. Like I, that. It, so I, I always try to like, what is the part that makes you want to do it again? Like, is it just the most rewarding thing in the world when it they is. start actually doing things that you taught them? I think it's a mix of things. Like today I dropped her off at preschool and we have been doing so good the past couple of days. No crying, no nothing. Yeah, you guys remember on, uh, I think it was last episode or a couple episodes ago, it was her first day at preschool and yeah. she talked about getting her there and afterwards. And so she's been doing good with the preschool. She, yeah, she started to, cause you know, she would, she started off, you know, crying when I dropped her off and when I picked her up. And then we went down to just crying when I picked her up of like excitement. And then we went to no crying at all. And today, for some reason, she was just so emotional and it just breaks your heart. And I'm thinking, God, this is just preschool. I can't imagine like dropping her off at college and like walking her down the aisle. Like this parenting is is like painful. But you know what's funny when you say that? It reminds me of like kids cry when they go to school for the first time and stuff like that. But then I remember uh, graduating college and it's like my parents cried, Yeah, you know? Like yeah. it was like, it was like shoes on the other foot now. Uh -huh. Like then they were like sad. I have a lot of grandmas that follow me on Instagram and they, and they just tell you like, enjoy when they're, when they're really little. Cause you're just going to miss it when they're off to college. And then, you know, they're living their own lives and they really don't need you, you know? But do you remember going to preschool? Like, do you remember that nap time and all that? 
I do remember nap time because you never forget a good sleep. And uh, no, I remember the mats. Yeah, like I remember the mats. And I grew up in Olathe, Kansas. And I was like this. I remember that. I remember like you just remember like images from it. And then the other day, somebody on Facebook and I'm not really on there tons, uh, but there was like a a preschool photo of me and all the kids in my class. And I was like, it just it was like, you know, like you see a picture and it just shocks you. You're like, oh, my God, I there's. Damien and there's Danny and there and you just remember everything and I had these flashes of like it, it was just really really wild and and I was like man it truly those are the best years of our lives if I could just go back if there as an adult you guys was like a mandated nap time like just like we we're like we it is it was in like Europe. a siesta yeah that's what I'm saying siesta all over Europe we yeah. don't have a siesta over here in America um uh so would you say then that Coco Melon is almost as helpful and fun and enjoyable as it is for kids is potentially ruining the parenting experience for parents? Yeah, I really do think so. I mean, th- I hate to like completely like poo poo on Coco Melon because I think that they do have a lot of songs that are helpful for kids. And I know that song, when you look at like the brain, right? Song is really good for children to like remember things and it's it's good for their development. Yeah. Because it's, it's you know, remembering a song is easier than just like remembering, an, you know, the alphabet. That's why the alphabet kids remember it, you know, easily. Yeah. So, um, so I think that like it's beneficial, but at the same time, it's just so painful. Like so painful. I do wonder also at a certain point for children, we won't know this because this is in the last decade. If children's children grow up and they eventually go back to Coco Melon and going, what the hell was I watching? Yeah. What the heck was I? This this is horrible. Like, I wonder if they'll always have a soft spot for these cartoon characters. You know, like I don't like I I guess I think fondly of like G.I. Joe and like Superman because I watched those cartoons as a kid. Like, I don't know. Like, do they will they love Coco Melon growing into adults and will they pass this down to their kids? Like, I wonder how much this will stay with children. Um, I think for me, it's like the equivalent of the equivalent of Barney because I have a feeling our parents hated Barney. Oh, my God. Did you see that there is the, the documentary? I cannot and it's wait like to watch the it. The dark side of Barney. Like it was he would like, hide oh my like drugs in his tail. Oh my god. It was <gasps> I was like, oh my gosh. They're going to literally ruin every one of our childhood friends. I, yeah. I, I mean the teletubbies are next. I, um and Brian, by the way, shout out to Brian Boone who took the notes for this. Uh Coco Melon is about a grotesque baby, which Brian really Really let us know how he feels about this baby right off the bat. A grotesque baby with one tooth and a little tuft of yellow hair. And he is sometimes a baby and sometimes a toddler. And this is not to be confused with Lululemon. This is Cocoa Melon. Now, what <laughs> does Cocoa Melon mean, though? What does it mean? I don't think anyone knows what it means. I mean, this thing could be dangerous and we don't even know. Like, Cocoa, I mean, like, it really, it's it's a fun word if you keep saying it over and over again, like you repeat these songs over and over again in your head. But I just want, I want there to be meaning. And I guess with kids shows, you don't need meaning sometimes. No, I don't think you do. I mean, look, it has 100 million YouTube subscribers and it's one of the most popular things on YouTube. Um, it, it's always, it's always like top three, always top three. I mean, imagine whoever I, created this was like, I got him. 
Coco Melon grows up in a world of nonverbal people, which is just like a baby would view the world. And it also makes that easy to export around the world. What I find interesting about children's shows is that like, I have no concept of what works. Like, how would you ever in a million years think this would work for kids? Like, how did this become a hit? Like, I always try to dissect anything I watch of like, why is this popular? And I'm like, wait, why is this popular? Like, okay, the music, right? The animation, you guys, is kind of like this Pixar computer-generated imaging. um, And it's really, I mean, I guess very, it it looks very advanced, but also kind of- But kind um, of basic. But also kind of, to me personally, a little- like you said earlier, creepy, like scary to me a little bit. I don't know. I think it's that with the mix of the music. But I also wonder if there is something about that digital imagery that is comforting to kids as well. I think so. I wonder if that, yeah, like so, but it is to me, I'm like, okay, this isn't your hand-drawn cartoon at all. This is seems all digital. Um, And like I said, this episode is Halloween at school song. So this is a Halloween themed episode. And all these kids come in and they're in their costumes, uh, which I guess, you know, is a form of make believe. And any kid loves to wear costumes. I think 365 a year. Right. Oh, for sure. Nonstop. Yeah. My my niece would wear a little princess dress. For years, like yeah. you know, those little princess dress. Like she had, she was obsessed with princess dresses. Like these. Oh my god! Natalie just brought out an adult-sized. I wasn't uh, sure if we were dressing up. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't either. I was like, should I? And I was like, I'm, I'm at a, a dog sitting, so I was like, should I, should I get Bring a lampshade a or something like that? I was like, I'm uh, dressed as a failed podcaster. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I was about to Bethany Frankel this dress on and just like try to wear my daughter's dress. <laughs> But I, was, I wasn't sure, so I, I brought a cape instead, just in case we were going to do that. I am so excited to talk about Haya Children's Vitamins because, look, when you have a kid and everyone is trying to push different vitamins into your face, like, come on, mom, give, you know, give your kid this, give your kid that. And you're like, ah, what do I do? Uh, I know I have, I have struggled with it, and there are so many children's vitamins that are basically candy in disguise and they're filled with you know teaspoons of sugar and unhealthy chemicals and uh, just yucky junk that our kids shouldn't be eating Um, but that's why Haya was created it's the pediatrician approved superpower chewable vitamin and while most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk Um, Yet it tastes great and it's perfect for picky eaters. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with the yummy taste that they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, vitamin C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and so much more. It's non-GMO, it's vegan, it's dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else that you can imagine. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. So look, with Piper, it's really cute, bright yellow bottle and they come with stickers. So 
I love a good packaging and I love something that's going to entertain Piper. <laughs> and they have these like really cute little stickers. And so they can decorate the bottle themselves. For me, it's a win-win. And we've worked out a special deal um, with Haya for their best selling children's vitamins. So guys, receive 50% off your first order to claim this deal. Uh, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash KidPod. This deal is not available on their regular website. So you have to go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash KidPod and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I think kids love watching other kids dress up. I think they enjoy it. They love... because. That's the beauty of being a kid is that it's like your imagination is going wild. You get to wear whatever the heck you want to wear. And, you know, you could be like a, a superhero one day and, and then a princess the next. I don't know. It's that's I think that's yeah. the, the cute part of it. Like, I love seeing when kids are at the grocery store in like full blown gear, you know, oh, like head I mean, to toe I, costume. I, I'm, I'm always like, hell yeah, man. Like, awesome. Like, I, I, really, that, I wish it was socially acceptable for adults to wear costumes besides Comic-Con and BravoCon and all of those things. That's where you see it. And actually, now that I say that out loud, it actually is a little scary when you go to Comic-Con and you see all the adults in costumes. And, yeah, the, you I mean, know, it's just like, you don't look like Batman, sir. Like, that's You have all a hot say. dog costume that we've all seen. I do have a hot dog costume. Yeah. I was like trying to find that the other day. That, I took that picture a long time ago. I dressed up in a hot dog costume and because I was, I was, I, I, I was trying to find something and, you know, hot dog was really easy. And I just, I'm a sad hot dog, which I think really is who I am at my heart. At heart. <laughs> so it's, so we get the same couplet of lines as each kid in their costume, you know, in the class presents themselves. So it's like, we are going to find out who hides behind the desk. And then like the teacher will come up to each one and then they jump out. It's like a spooky boo. And it's, you know, each one is in a different costume. They all jump out from behind some, like, scenic life-size dioramas. Not desks, but, right. but like, like fancy dioramas. And they all uh, jump out yep. in their costumes. Yep. There's, like, a cowgirl, a lion, a Yeah, unicorn. Nina's a cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> Nico's a lion. Uh, Which, by yep. the way, how do you remember all of these? You don't. I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Brian even honestly wrote their names. No <laughs> yeah, one knows Brian, anyone but JJ. Okay. Brian's like Nico, Bella, Cody, <laughs> Cece, and then and then by the way, the teacher doesn't have a name. It's just teacher. Like the kids get a real name. Teacher just has teacher. One of the most underappreciated jobs in this country just gets teacher. Like what about teacher Anne or teacher Becky, you know? What I liked about this episode though, because I watch a lot of Coco Melon, is that they finally are wearing something different because the teacher's in the same outfit every episode all the time. JJ's in the same outfit every time. Like he has like two outfits that he oh, changes Okay, from. this is good to know. Okay. See, I only watched this episode. So yeah. tell me what this is all recurring yeah. the the teachers recurring yes kids they are, are recurring. all recurring characters in this <laughs> so we never see jj at home no we do we see jj at we home do. Okay. I what's, think he, what's jj's home life like <laughs> it's 
it's, it's very it's, nice. They're definitely middle America. It's a broken home. <laughs> it's very sad. It's but you know what I will say they they started adding um, different races to hell yeah to this, which is good. And I have yes, to say, representation matters even in cartoons. Well, for sure, it definitely does. And and I have to say, so it, now it's like him and his and his little. Um, his little friend, he's like an African-American little kid, and they're like best friends. And I have to say, his dad is kind of hot. You are so weird. That because is such he, a weird statement no, to say. I'm you gonna, know I'm this is a cartoon. This I'm is gonna, so sad. And by the way, up. if I was your dude, I would be so mad at you right now. No. I'd be like, what does that cartoon have we, that I don't have? <laughs> he's so oh, yeah, And she's trying to defend herself. No, no, no. Look at this. Look at I, this. I, I'm, I'm gonna not going to find you. a cartoon hot. I'm going to show you. And he's he has like muscles he's like swole and natalie's getting to her photo folder that she has of this hot animation dude by the way i don't even know if i can find him i'm gonna see the dad uh because you know it's but it i always just wonder like why did they make the jj's dad really scrawny like this is this is jj's dad Oh, wuss, boo. And he has like a button up, you know, he's he, like. He's a, gin, he's a ginger too, you guys. <laughs> you can't trust too. that guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then. So and that, then. by the way, so Natalie is telling us just like in real life, <laughs> this is what women do is they judge like this is like this guy. This guy's a loser. I, I wouldn't hook up with this guy. Okay. And then look at him. Oh, okay. Hot. Hot. They, okay. You're right, Natalie. That dude is he, hot. Look Don't, at his. This, I mean, is guy, this guy stash? looks like the buffest. African-American dude. dude that lifts weights. He kind of looks like my trainer a little bit. I'm yes. Like, I, but it is disturbing that you are sexualizing a cartoon. That I is mean, disturbing for me a little. And when this, when this, there has when to be something this dad comes me. on, does your daughter go like, mommy, what's going He's on? So why are you, why are you salivating? <laughs> why are mommy? you, why are you rewinding <laughs> his parts, mom? Um, no, he's teaching us a very important <laughs> lesson about love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's that you're not even seeing his arms. I'm telling you, if there's like, you're there's not like even divots. seeing his arms. Wait, do we get to see his abs in any of these uh, episodes <laughs> no. at all? I don't know. <laughs> he's only in this shirt, but I'm telling you, man, they, they really, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. I'm happy about it. So, but it's good. So they're showing diversity. I feel like these days that's kind of like, should be a no brainer for anything that comes out at this you would point. Think, like, yeah. I mean, but I and I hope that it continues this way because that is so important for people to see or kids to see themselves on TV or cartoons or whatever it is. That really, really matters. Um, do we approve and like these costumes? I mean, we got the basic cowgirl, the lion, uh, the unicorn. And it looks like she made her costume out of a shoebox. We got an astronaut, a ballerina, and then the teacher, of course, is a witch. Um, I mean, these are, I guess they couldn't do any specific, like nobody could dress up as Batman because of rights issues. Right. Like, I was trying to think, what are the other costumes that kids go to school in? Like, I mean, I guess clown. I just, I just posted one on my Instagram of this girl <laughs> that went as a Thanksgiving table. And it's like a meme, and it says, um, "I bet that you were that when you were younger, you dressed like a princess for Halloween." And then, <laughs> and, then and then it cuts to her literally. Her head is in the <laughs> middle of a table, and she is a a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving table. A Thanksgiving I love table. that. Um, uh, so I, th this is probably one of the best things about having kids though, is Halloween. Cause you get to see all these kids like dress up in their really like funny costumes. Sometimes parents even get into it. I feel like if you had kids, you would definitely be doing something hilarious with your kid. Some oh, sort of I would, I would use something. them as, I would use them as props more than Carrot Top does that kind of <laughs> stuff. I mean, I would be, 
I mean, listen, I'm like, I would be, I would be, I would have I can to see that. control myself and not be a YouTube dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would like, I cannot make money off my family. I cannot make money. Like, I would have to repeat that to myself over and over again. The Thanksgiving table thing reminds me of something. And I don't know if your daughter does this. My nephew, when he was growing up, he, you know, like, it's not like they just like toys. They find weird objects to like, like he love and like weird smell. Like he loved bathroom deodorizer the smell of it and he was obsessed with it like he was obsessed and it's was like he, the smell i hope he wasn't por- eating it <laughs> well, the, well it was the smell from porta potties which was like where the park that they are and so i was the bad uncle and i went to like home depot and bought a bunch of bathroom different kind of deodorizers and no. all of this stuff you know and my sister kind of got mad, I think, about that because, you it's know. It's toxic. It, yeah, that's <laughs> bad. It's, it was, some of it was liquid. The kid was some high. Was yeah. <laughs> and it looked like candy. It really did look like candy. It was like a bright blue and stuff. But I was like, he was obsessed with this. He and he would run around with these deodorizers, you know, of course, under parents' supervision. But does your child like anything completely bizarre that is like, that's not even a toy. What are mm. you doing? I mean, oh gosh. Well, you know, she's definitely into like the makeups and things like that that I have in my bag. I mean, anything in my bag she just loves and will walk around with. Um, but is, she remind- a Kylie, is she a Kylie lip kit girl? Is she a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over lines. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's not there yet. But it reminds me of like those, um, like, the, like the people who love to eat, you know, detergent pods. Oh and, and, yeah, that was but, like a thing. That was a th- it was a TikTok thing, right? A TikTok challenge or yeah, something, right? Well, it, but the Tide Pods, yeah, the Tide Pods, or people who love to like just like the weird stuff that they like to eat, like tires. People like to eat tires. Oh, there's a show, you guys. This isn't a kid's show, so I don't recommend it. Uh, My Strange Addiction. Yeah, that's um, it. That's it. That's and it. And this one lady was addicted to eating her couch. Right. Yeah, like eating, like she would just eat a little bit of couch each day, and it was like a treat for her. And I was yes. like, "Oh my god, you're eventually going to eat your whole couch." And she would, and then there was like this one guy that fell in love with his car, yes. like but like in romantic like, you know, love ro- with his car. Yeah, and I was like, "This is." And by the, I blame Coco Melon on a lot of these things. This feels like an offshoot of Coco Melon. This is what happens when you want too much Coco Melon. You start eating your sofa as an adult. Exactly. Like, I feel like we do not know what is going to potentially happen to kids from this because we this is still in the last decade so 20 years from now you're going to see your children have after effects from too much coco melon exactly um, so with that said <laughs> how, did, how do you rate this show listen i okay time wise it hit my sweet spot three minutes Heck yeah. But you scared me with the autoplay thing. Like, obviously, then they're going to want to watch another one and another one. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, as Ryan, the kid adult, I uh, I love the time. I thought the animation was fine. It was cool. Like I said, a little creepy for me. The songs, very basic and um, annoying, but they do totally stick with you. And it's very simple to sing these songs. It's very, and they just keep singing the songs and they would just, the repetition of this show. And I, like I said, I haven't watched other episodes, but I'm assuming it's like this for all of the episodes. You know, they would just repeat that song. And then each kid would like jump out of the desk of like, oh, and you know, you see that seven times in a row and you're like, I get it already, but I wonder what in the, is that repetition? But all in all, 
I could see. Like, does this make you want to be a dad? Do you really really want to be a dad after this? Yeah. (laughs) No, I got to say that still the one you guys that has my heart is Bluey. I've been thinking about Bluey since I've watched. And that was our first episode. And I was literally, I talk about this on the other pod I do because I still talk about like, because I do have a lot of like moms that listen. And I mean, I'm like, I, I still like go like, should I keep watching Bluey? Like there was like a new season that came out and I'm like, uh, like I was reading this article and I was like looking around like I was with people. Should I watch this? I was like, wow, this is, I mean, I think I I feel like I'm a part, like I want to see if they keep up the magic of Bluey. But for me, that's my kind of jam where it was like a mix of like a little things for adults, but also it it had a lot of heart and I thought it taught a lesson. Um, I don't know, like there's not necessarily a lesson, even though they are teaching basic, basic things in this. It's not hitting you over the head with any sort of lesson, right? You right. would say? Yeah. No, for sure. Uh I think for me, like I'm I'm screwed. Like I whether I love it or hate it, I I gotta watch it. You're in like it. I'm in it. So I might as yeah. well I might as well just find the good in it, which I do with the daddy and you know, oh God, that, that, I mean, if that, <laughs> I really just and I hope a lot of you parents out there aren't watching these shows like Natalie is where you're, you know, like, please let let the kids be kids. Let this also be a fiction where we all have kin doll parts. There's no, you know, let's not do what Natalie does. It's not the right way to watch a kid show. And I I say that as somebody without kids. Um, also, I wanted to uh, bring this up to you really fast because I don't think you believe me at first. I was looking up as we do looking up Coco Melon and you know, on Google, it'll always like people also ask is Coco Melon appropriate. And it says parents need to know that Coco Melon TV series is very similar to the wildly pop. Okay. But it says the music videos are appropriate for the youngest of viewers and touch on typical preschool things. But then the next question is why is Coco Melon so addictive? And this is an article saying Coco Melon is so hyper stimulating that it acts as a drug, a stimulant, a stimulant, This doctor posted on social media, the brain receives a hit of dopamine from screen time. And the more they watch the show, the more the brain begins to expect this intense level of stimulation. Oh, my God. Wow. I am going to sell Coco Melon in a back alley tonight. I'm like, well, you would, hey, 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 what are you, hey, you, you need any Coco Melon? Yeah, Whatever like, drug on. it is. Yeah, I'm surprised that drugs aren't named Coco Melon. Yeah, well, I'm, now that you say that, I'm maybe, sure maybe that there's it like is. some sort of marijuana or something. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, can. Where can where where do you where do you watch the show? Is it mainly YouTube or where do you screen the um, show? Netflix. For your... If I'm if we're like on the couch or whatever, it's it's on Netflix. If it's on my iPad, sometimes you just YouTube it. Super easy okay. to find. You can find it anywhere. Yeah, that's what's confusing about the kids shows. Things I noticed that there are streaming outlets for all of these shows, but then. You can go watch them on YouTube as well, so you don't need to buy the streaming service. I don't yeah. understand. Is there? I I, I was just understand trying to understand just, what that. I think that we're actually, just living in a time where everything is starting to move to streaming. Uh, but yeah. but I think a lot of them originated on YouTube, and obviously they can still monetize on YouTube. So I think that you can still find a lot of them on there. Um, so yeah, majority of cartoons, I feel like you can you can find some sort of episode yeah. on YouTube. Uh, they also said, I said earlier, I wanted to read this to Natalie. What age is Coco Melon for? And it says, experts err on the stricter side with the American Academy of Pediatrics, for example, advising against screen time for children under 18 months, except for video chatting and an hour max of high quality programming for children two and older. And I was like, two and older, does that mean me? Because I go way past that hour every day of my life. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, well, now that we're on articles, I feel like I need to pull up the article about, uh, 
the prisoner. <laughs> also, the next thing after this, while she looks for that, is it says at what age a child should talk, and it says about twelve months. And I got to tell you, you parents already know that, but that was fascinating for me because I didn't know that. I was like, when does a child talk, and are you constantly in competition to get your child to talk quicker than twelve months? Like, do you want him to say like, what is the like? Has a baby ever spoken after two weeks? Like, what's the what's the? <laughs> is there like a Guinness Book of World Records on a baby speaking or something? I'm sure, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a. Uh, there's definitely like milestones, right? That you that you yeah. want your your child to hit, and so I think a lot of these do help develop that. I mean, at least I like to think so because you know, mother of the year over here, just letting her watch um, television out of the womb. Okay, see here it is. <laughs> wait, wait, please tell me where this article comes from first. The, the onion lost, is it? The, the onion? Lo- <laughs> the lost ogle. Oh, the reputable lost ogle, folks. Okay, okay, now I trust it. <laughs> Uh, also, some uh, just quick things before we start, as we start wrapping up, uh, they say JJ is between uh, two to four years old, which I think is probably the average age of a viewer as well. The playground JJ studies at is called Melon Patch Academy, which I'm like, okay, is that the melon part of Cocoa Melon? Oh, maybe. Is that the, and then, but then what's the cocoa for? You know, we got to, we, we, I need to know what the cocoa is about. And uh also the there's three main siblings that JJ has in the live version because they have a cast of family but there's also a bunch of animals from JJ's imagination and their beloved teacher which has a name right here Miss Appleberry so we have oh, right. the teacher does have a Miss Appleberry okay so okay good I'm glad she has a name um so you have to watch Coco Melon regardless you watch it um because you're into that dude uh, and you have no choice but to watch it. But as Natalie, what do you think about it? If, if you weren't, if that dude never was on the show. Right, right. The dude Regardless that you love, of him. Um, what would you, as Natalie, Natalie pre-child would think about it? Oh, no, painful. Painful, painful, painful. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not watching this. This would not make me want children at all. Do you remember why, like, how does this even get watched in the first place? Do, like, all you guys, like, do you just hear it from like like read about it in blogs and like people tell like oh, what's that Coco Melon? Like how do people no, discover Coco Melon? No, I think it's because it's it's always it's always up. Like anytime you start to like start dabbling into the whole kids show thing, it's just like the number one show that everyone is either talking about or that you or that will pop up on your screen. It's just always there. So they're like the it's it's like the Kardashians of animation. Like exactly. it's just always there. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So parents, I feel for you. You're gonna have to deal with this potentially and the after effects of this for the rest of your life. But uh keep it up. Do I, I believe in you. <laughs> you got this. I, I they'll age out of this at some point, and hopefully you're done with having kids at that point because I could see where this could get very, very tedious to keep listening to. And especially if they have a soundtrack, which I'm sure they do, that could be played in a car on a drive. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's definitely happened. And look, if you end up coming to the dark side of being a parent, then we, you'll you'll have to suffer with us. Okay, Ryan? You're not <laughs> out of the woods yet. That's our slogan. What the kids are watching, thank you for suffering with us. Uh, <laughs> remember to check out Natalie's other pod, Humble and Hungry. I do a podcast called So Bad It's Good. Like I said earlier, follow us on Instagram. We're trying to uh, do more questions and on there. Like we did like Halloween costumes and stuff. So we're still trying to figure out all of that stuff and videos coming up and all of that. So 
All of your support really helps. And remember to uh, this podcast and any podcast you listen to, give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It is one of the freest, easiest things that you can do as a listener to really help us out. Because uh, listen, the the kids podcast game, I guess, is strong. I was looking at these kids shows. I'm like, we are, we're like, a, we're, we're like David versus Goliath. You know, we yeah, are, we're you know, we're trying game. to get to Coco Melon territory, but we need your help. So tell your, tell your, your family friends and all of that stuff about us. Anybody with kids, uh, tell them about us. And also remember to give us suggestion for shows. Uh, I love when people will DM me with new suggestions for children's shows. Yes, please do just communicate with us. We love it. We're going to have, um, a phone line. And yeah. hopefully you guys can call in, um, have your kids call in. We want to hear from you. And yeah, DM us on Instagram. And we are just looking forward to it. Till next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of What the Kids Are Watching. Follow us on Instagram at What the Kids Are Watching and subscribe on the iHeart app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, what are your kids watching? Send us a DM on Instagram or leave us a voicemail at 540-642-0035 with your stories and opinions. We might just share it on the show. We'll see you next week. Till next time. Bye. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we'll see you next time. I'm going to go watch him. <laughs> <laughs> My handsome dude. My hot dude. I'm telling you, he's hot. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.